Welcome to Episodes of Television. I'm your host, Donald. And this time, I'm actually recording on my actual microphone instead of the microphone in my laptop. I, uh, I happen to notice that the sound was a little bit quieter on the last one. And it's because I recorded with the wrong microphone. And that's on me. But I'm on my actual microphone now, so all is good. Continuing in season four of Ed, Ed, and Eddie, I'm going to cover four episodes, unlike last time when it was weird with three with the two-parter. I think it's pretty much four episodes from here on out, unless I get to the end, then it might be a little bit more, might be a little bit less, just see how it plays out, and then a movie, and then we're done with Ed, Ed, and Eddie. I'm thinking gonna do your pretty faces going to hell next. I'm I'm pretty much set on it. I'm just waiting for Hulu to pick up season four of it. Your pretty face is going to hell is on Adult Swim, but you can watch seasons one to three on Hulu. And I think I'm gonna do that next before I tackle a longer series. Something else I wanna do is watch a movie. And just get a friend and just talk about that movie. Kind of like how I do the TV shows, but do like a mo- like a movie podcast in, in like the middle of the month to kind of break it up a little bit, a little bit more content. So you're not just hearing Ed and Eddie, Ed and Eddie, Ed and Eddie. You know, it gets, it comes to a point where it gets to be redundant. And I don't want that. My problem is finding people to come on the podcast because nobody says they want to come on. And when I get somebody that's like, hey, I'll come on, well, plans changed. And then here I am doing the same thing I've been doing for over a year by myself, mostly. Enough of that. I'm going to cover One Size Fits Ed. Pain in the Ed, Ed Overboard, and one of those Eds. So I'm going to go ahead, get started, knock these out, do some quotes, do my normal wrap-up, and this podcast may go up a little bit before normal time. Normal time for me is like the first week of the following month that you know, after I record it, this might go up before that, it might go up right on time, I'm not sure, I'm just going to wait and see how it goes, so you might be listening to this in January, you might be listening to it in February, or some other time way down the line, but releases probably going to be late January, or early February, of 2020. Alrighty. One size fits Ed. Sarah and Jimmy find a well in the middle of the cul-de-sac. And they don't think anything of it because it's never been there before. I don't know. Well, they see it's a wishing well. You throw a quarter in, you get a wish. 
Sarah throws in a coin, but we don't know what she wishes for. And Jimmy is all about his wish. He is like, I want to be famous. I want my name in lights. I want to be a star. After they throw their coins in, make their wishes, we find the ads. It's a scam. And Eddie and Double D are talking about the scams that they pull and if this one's actually going to work. Eddie's like, hey, don't tell me how to fleece people. I was born to do this. And then Ed comes out. He's wearing his boxer shorts and he's got his jacket tied like a diaper. And he's going, hoi, 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 hoi. And then he, he comes up and he's like, guess what I am? An idiot? Been there, done that, Eddie. I am a sumo wrestler. He says he saw it on TV, so now he's imitating what he sees on TV. Where have I heard that before? Eddie gets an idea that he wants to make Ed a famous sumo wrestler. He's like, well, there's big money in this, Ed. Nah. You could eat a lot of food. Nah. That's right. Ed smartly declines Eddie twice. Then, I think Double D says something about Jimmy's wish, about how he wanted to be a star, like that would be easier than to make someone a famous sumo wrestler. Eddie gets an idea. Let's fulfill Jimmy's wish. And Eddie is, like, hooked on the sumo wrestler thing. I don't know why. I really, really don't. So Jimmy is signing autographs for his teddy bears, his stuffed animals. Sarah comes barging through. And she's kind of ticked off at Jimmy for how he was acting. Why can I not read my notes? I keep looking at, like, two lines above where I'm supposed to be. I swear... I have this issue with notes. Every podcast. I either can't read it, or I keep rereading the same note, or there's something always with my notes in these podcasts. It drives me insane. Eddie. This, okay, I'm back, I'm back where I'm supposed to be. I don't normally pause recording, so this all gets recorded at once and then edited. Eddie sets up Jimmy to be a sumo wrestler. Gives him chopsticks, get, gives him a diaper. It's not actually a diaper, but that's what they reference it as in the show. That's what Eddie calls it. Jimmy looked great in a diaper. There's an actual name for it. I'd have to look it up. I don't know it right off the top of my head. You know what? I'm going to do that right now, even though I'm probably going to say diaper the rest of the episode. Okay, I am going to totally butcher this. Um, sumo wrestlers wear the mawashi. That's the kind of like loincloth. Kind of loincloth thing they wear. I'm not exactly sure. How else to describe it? It's the, th the thing that sumo wrestlers wear on the waist that, like, 
Eddie mistakes as a diaper. I mean, I don't, I don't know where else to go with that. I really, really don't. So Jimmy's dressed up as a sumo wrestler, and he's like, "All right, you got to start eating. Got to get real big." So Ed brings in a tool shed full of meat from Rolf's. And my first note after that was meat shed. I don't know why I wrote that. I just thought it was funny. But no, he actually takes Rolf's meat locker over to Jimmy. Well, Jimmy refuses to eat because, because the only thing that Jimmy eats, he has his own private stock, a fridge full of cans and cartons. He only eats peaches and cream. That's it. And there's a eating montage of just Jimmy eating peaches and cream. He's looking like he's pretty sick of it. And my very next line is Eddie needs to stop blowing this whistle. Because this whole eating montage, it's just Eddie blowing a whistle. Blowing a whistle, it's annoying. It, I literally almost shut this off and said, screw it, because of Eddie. After the eating montage, Jimmy is huge. Eddie calls him a ton of fun. Like, he can't even walk. And they're trying to get him in the ring with Ed to do a, uh, like a practice sumo wrestling match. Like I said, Jimmy can't even get up on his feet to walk. So they bring... Eddie makes a ring. And then Double D brings the ring to Jimmy by making one around him. So then we have a showdown between Yokozuna Ed and Amafatso Jimbo. That's what Eddie calls them. Ed does what he sees on TV, and he goes after Jimmy, and he runs and gets lost in Jimmy's belly button. They're, like, calling for him, and they're like, he's lost in Jimmy. And then you see his arm come out, and Jimmy's like, oh, no, there's something in my belly button. And after some straining, Jimmy is able to pop Ed out of his belly button. At this point, Eddie is like, all right, going to do this, going to get it taken care of, going to be rich, got the sumo wrestler thing in the bag. Double D promptly points out they are not in Japan. Sumo wrestling is big in Japan. Sumo wrestlers are revered in Japan. Now... We have to find a way to get Amafatso Jimbo to Japan. So, we're going to mail him. We're going to put him in a mailbox with some stamps. And he can be delivered by the post office. That ain't going to work. Jimmy's so big, he breaks the mailbox. You know those, those blue mailboxes? 
those blue metal mailboxes, it is like Jimmy like explodes out of it. Eddie gets mad at Double D for pointing this out and basically telling him this was a failed endeavor from the start. The only thing Ed was concerned about, he wants to wear Eddie's hat. We got a new idea of how to get to Japan, and it's nighttime. We're going to use the light post catapult. That's right, they took a light post, bent it down, and then attached a rope to an anvil and tied that to the light post so it would stay way down. Jimmy got on there. He's He's got a suitcase in his mawashi. I almost said diaper. Eddie's on his back. Ed puts his suitcase in the mawashi. And then he goes to undo the, the anvil. They're thinking it's going to spring up throwing Jimmy across the world. Jimmy gets thrown, but not across the world. Jimmy goes up, and Ed had fallen on the ground. Eddie is still on Jimmy's back, and Jimmy falls right on top of Ed and sandwiches Eddie in between them. We're going to cut to Double D taking care of Eddie, who's in a body cast, and Ed, who has his head bandaged, and it looks like his leg is in a cast, so I, in a cast, so I wonder if he broke his leg. Ed is playing with the buttons on the bed, you know, sandwiching himself in there, and then Double D is like, hey, stop playing with the bed. So Ed just sits up and watches TV. Double D gives Eddie some tea to drink. Eddie hates tea. Then we see Sarah training Jimmy to lose weight. He's on a tricycle, and he, he cannot do it. He is ready to throw in the towel. He is ready to live his life as big as he is with the, because of the mistake he made. <laughs> At the end of the episode... Eddie learns they should open a weight loss clinic. Double D learns that Eddie is the man with the plan. Those are Edwards. Ed's words. He cuts off Double D like Double D's like, well, I guess today I learned, and then Ed cuts in. That's the end of One Size Fits Ed. Moving right along to Pain in the Ed. I forgot how much I enjoyed this episode. Like, when I first watched it, I was kind of like, eh, and then it started growing on me. And then when I watched it the other night, I was like, I really like this episode. Eddie is gluing his armpits. And Double D is cutting carpet. And Eddie takes the carpet and sticks on his glued pits so he can have carpet pits he shows Johnny Johnny's not impressed shows Kevin 
Kevin laughs and goes inside. Hey, Naz, are those carpets? How immature. Then we see Ed come out of his house with a, a little stand with a book and a violin. And Eddie's like, hey, Ed, nice carpets, Eddie. He's right through it, like instantly. And we come to find out that Ed is learning to play the violin. And he is incredibly bad at it. And that's only natural when starting to learn a musical instrument. As I have learned with the guitar, I'm learning songs, I've taken some lessons. You're not a rock star overnight. You are not. And when I was younger, that's what I was hoping on. Pick it up, learn the strings, boom, you're done. Nope, there's way more to it than that. So as Ed is practicing, he's yelling out E, G, B, A, D. He's just yelling out the different notes. Eddie wants to get rid of this violin. It's driving him nuts. Johnny loves these funky tunes. Eddie goes home to... What? To avoid Ed. I thought I wrote audio. I was like, how do you audio Ed? Hopefully I can cut that out of the podcast. If I can't, then what you just heard was somebody on some sort of, I'm assuming, motorcycle or something similar go by. Unfortunately, I don't have soundproof rooms where I'm recording, so I literally get everything and I have to try to get rid of everything at the same time. Uh, let's see. Um, he goes home to avoid Ed. And he catches Double D in there with some like earmuffs on I guess. I don't know. They, they look like over the head headphones but it's just cotton balls. Ed comes in, because he wants to be with his friends, and he wants to play the violin. Eddie tosses the violin, and Sarah brings it back. Tells Ed he has to learn. So Ed resumes playing. And Sarah is leaving, and she put Jimmy on watch. After a couple of of, uh, attempts to spy, the Eds get away from Jimmy. Uh, first, they just kind of walked away from where he was. Second time, they were coming up on him, so they just left again. Third time, he's acting like a baby in a uh, in a baby carriage, and Eddie sends him flying one way to get him away. Eddie is determined to smash this violin. Ed very swiftly and quickly takes it back and he starts his thing all over again where he has to get in the right pose, position, 
and start playing. And as he does this, Eddie sweeps his legs. And Eddie is still ready to destroy the violin, and Double D gets him to notice that there is a bird in the tree. And it's a giant bird. It's Jimmy, disguised. And Ed sees him and goes, look at the size of that bird! And startles Jimmy and he falls out of the tree. It was really super funny. Double D convinces Eddie to let everyone witness a quote-unquote accident to the violin. So, Sarah could not blame anybody if there were multiple witnesses and something had to have befallen the violin, like a freak accident. So they make this giant, like, weird Statue of Liberty thing. And I love this. I even wrote it down in my notes. Rolf is like, why is the Lady of Liberty looming over the cul-de-sac? I was like, that's awesome. A reference to, like, an actual real-world monument, you know. The Slady Liberty thing is a Rube Goldberg machine of sorts. And, like, everything is set up, and I don't know how they planned for this beginning part. Ed's playing the violin, and because it sounds so bad, it breaks Kevin's bike. And Rolf... Shows the kids hating it, and then shows Rolf walking... Gets his foot stuck on gum, and he is trying to get away, and he makes this, like, trip line with the gum. Eddie grabs a saw friend, Sawtooth Cecil. Shows Johnny, says, hey, here's a new friend for Plank. So Johnny's running away. He goes into the gum line, is launched, and he goes into Lady Liberty's head. He, like, goes backwards, and he's somehow thrown up and into Lady Liberty's ear, and then he comes down. And after a couple things happen, you know, like, oh, this activates this, which activates that, which activates the third thing. We see that a bowling ball is launched into the funnel, which is supposed to be the torch, but they put a giant funnel there. And Wilfred is underneath Lady Liberty... With Double D and Eddie. And Eddie's like, I gotta go out and see it. I gotta go out and see it. What's the pig for? It's a surprise. Oh, cool. Can't wait to see it. So Eddie leaves. And he's like, alright. It's gonna happen. It's gonna happen. It's gonna happen. Double D feeds Wilfred the pig a magnet. Sends him on his way. As As Wilfred walks by. The magnet pulls the music stand, that stand with the music book on it, and subsequently Ed pulls him away and the bowling ball crashes into the ground and splits into like four pieces, like four chunks. Eddie's like, what What went wrong? This should have worked. And Double D hesitates for a second. It's like, oh no, we planned it all so perfectly. Well, Eddie sees right through him. And then Double D shows his love for the violin. That it's got a history, you know, Chopin. 
and he's, st- he's starting to list other classical musicians. And Eddie's like, I'm going to break the violin. And Double D is running away, clutching the violin to his chest. And he trips and falls on the violin and breaks it. Jimmy sees this go down, and he goes and gets Sarah. Sarah beats up Eddie, and it's like, Double D broke it, so he beats up Double D. And then she chases Ed, and Ed stands on top of Eddie and Double D, grabs Eddie's three hairs, and plays them like he's practicing the violin to close out pain in the Ed. Ed Overboard. Literally the very first thing I wrote, Cankers! That's right, we're starting with the Cankers! Lee and Marie are giving May a makeover, and they throw ketchup on her, some cold cuts, crack open an egg on her, some eau de pickles, and blend it together with a hand mixer, and then dry her off with a fan. And I don't mean like a little fan, I mean like a big fan, like like a big desktop fan, like one of those big ones. May is hideous, she is furious, she is throwing stuff at Liam Marie, she is ready to throttle them. And now we see that Ed has made macaroni art. On one sheet of paper, he has a single piece of elbow macaroni glued to a, the, the paper. And he calls it to noodle or not to noodle. And he holds up a second one, which is a single piece of elbow macaroni glued to a piece of paper. And he calls this, none for me, thanks. I am a Russian. I don't get it either. And we find out Double D is having an arts and crafts fair. Ed somehow manages to glue his head to the table while Eddie is trying to argue with Double D about how stupid the arts and crafts table is, or arts and crafts fair. After Ed glues his head to his table, they are kidnapped. Uh, he is kidnapped by Lee and Marie Kanker to cheer up May. And he doesn't even fight. He's like, well, this is the end for me. See you guys later. <laughs> and Double D is panicking because he wants to rescue Ed. Eddie's like, eh, whatever. Double D asks Rolf for help. And in doing so, the Urban Rangers are to the rescue. Double D and Eddie get deputized, deputized by Johnny, I believe. So now they are into the Urban Rangers, kind of. We see that Ed is tied upside down to a tree. Calls Lee the she-wolf of badness, which I love that. And he is haggling for his freedom. You let me go free, you can have my macaroni art. What? May draws a heart 
on his belly. So if Ed stood upright, the heart would be upside down, and then she stamps his belly with, like, May loves Ed forever. So that would also be upside down if Ed stood, you know, he stood straight up. Rolf distract. This one's really quick. I don't know why, but my notes are like super concise and short, and it's not going to take any time at all. Rolf is distracting the Lee and Marie so that Jimmy and Johnny and Plank can save Ed. Well, May wants to stay there with Ed. Lee pulls her over anyway, so they can watch Rolf, a man in uniform, clean the grill. And he's like, great idea, guys. I'll cause a distraction. You guys go get help. Ed, we are the help. Be quiet. Then he starts singing super loud. London Bridge is falling down. And the cankers go over there, see Jimmy and Johnny, start beating them up, beat up Rolf, and in doing so, distracts them long enough for Eddie and Double D to go over there, take the entire tree with Ed on it, Take him back to the park, get him cleaned up. You know, because he has a marker all over him. And we find out that Ed has a giant band-aid on his back. He's like, Did the Double D says, Did they hurt you? No, I did that last week. Well surely it's healed by now. The band-aid was holding a cookie that Ed was saving. Then he eats it. The Urban Rangers come up while Eddie and Double D are arguing, just like in the beginning of the episode. You know, it was Arts and Crafts thing at the beginning, then it was think, then at the end it was about saving Ed and being there for their friend and everything like that. The Urban Rangers come up, kidnap Ed to avoid the or to avenge the shame that befell them, and again Ed is like. Well, that's my time again. Eddie leaves the park. And Double D is asking Rolf to take Eddie instead. And that's the end of Ed Overboard. One of those Eds. Eddie, I, I didn't see the exact beginning. I, I, I was writing a note. And Eddie looks up. Or... I look up, oh my gosh, Eddie is out here, he's watching his own show, it's really meta. I look up from writing a note, and Eddie is carrying Johnny to Ed's beds. Double D is painting a junkyard mattress, and Rolf has come in with a board painted to look like a mattress. He also has a bad back with a water sack. Like, it's a sack full of hot water. It's like a rubber sack. And it's tied to his back. He's he's hunched over. Eddie runs from the, the hobbling Rolf. But he still gets beat up. On his way back, Eddie finds a quarter stuck to the sidewalk. So, to hide it, while he goes and gets Double D and Ed, he puts a shoe over it. Jimmy comes up, sees the shoe, finds the quarter. He lifts the shoe up and finds the quarter. 
So he's like, I gotta hide this and go get Sarah. So he hides it with his teddy bear. Kevin comes up, it's like, Jimmy left his stuffed rat here. That's what he calls it. And he's like, oh, there's a quarter. Cool. He uses a screwdriver and, like, bends it way out of shape. So throws his hat down on it to hide it. And Rolf is hobbling back. Why did Kevin leave his hat here? Hey, a quarter. Cool. So... Rolf, after finding it, grabs a shoe and hits it. Grabs a second shoe and hits it. Puts a third shoe in his mouth and gives it the three shoe attack of a lifetime. Or I forget what he calls it. And the third shoe he had was relatively small, so he puts it on the quarter until he can come back for it. At this point, Eddie has come back with Ed and Double D. Ed wants to shoe. He has a shoe obsession in this one for some reason. And Double D's investigating it, trying to see why, how it's stuck and how they can lift it. Kevin comes up. Rolf comes up. Sarah and Jimmy come up. And then they all start fighting over it, except Double D. And Ed's walking by with his shoe, and he somehow gets into it. And all he wanted was shoes. He didn't care about the quarter. And in this fight, somehow, Kevin fixes Rolf's back. And he's like, uh-oh, I really hurt Rolf. And Rolf's like, I'm better. You're in trouble now. Double D gets their attention with one of those, like, air horns. Gets them to form a line. And step up, attempt to get the quarter. If you get it, it's yours. If you don't get it, move on. Jimmy is the first up. He uses his eyelash curler and fails and is taken away in an ambulance immediately. And we don't see what happens with the eyelash curler. Sarah comes up next. She tries pulling it up with her teeth, and Eddie distracts her. Hey, your underwear showing. The kids start laughing. She walks away embarrassed. Kevin has a hook attached to a chain attached to his bike, and he is pedaling as hard as he can to pry the quarter up. He falls off the bike, and the bike, the hook comes undone and just goes down the street. Rolf comes up. He doesn't do anything. He hurts his back again and leaves. And this was after fighting with Eddie for the spot to have the attempt. Because Eddie was at the back of the line. And he tried getting in front of Rolf. And that became a whole thing. And So Eddie's up. He gets into a tree. has a big snow shovel. He's like, I'm just going to scoop it up. Nope, breaks the shovel. And you see him fail so many times. You don't see what he does. But he's like, I got this idea. He goes flying over Ed's head. Comes back, I got this idea. Flying over Ed's head. And he does it several times. Double D has come up with a giant proposal. I almost wrote manifest. Or manifesto. Like, 
Literally, it was as thick as a book held together with a giant uh, clip. So the ads are building something, and we go into the nighttime. Ed is using his, one of these shoes as a hammer. And when it's all said and done, all put together, it starts digging a hole. Over the course of the night, the machine digs a hole around the quarter. So it's like little it'd be circle where the circle or with the uh, quarter is and that that going down and then everything else is dug out and the ads have fallen asleep. Johnny walks up to it basically looks like a crater at this point. He walks up he goes down and then up the thing in the middle where the quarter is lifts up the quarter like it's nothing and I was like are you serious this quarter was just being held down by gum and then Johnny's like good thing we had our gum under this quarter are you kidding me everyone was like let's hide the quarter let's hide the quarter let's hide the quarter and they failed to get it and Johnny picks it up and he's like it was hiding my gum all along are you kidding me right now? And at the when we see Ed waking up, he is in a um oh what's that called the uh, the scoop that construction workers use when they're digging. He that thing is full of shoes. He is sleeping on the shoes, and then at the end of the episode, he is just. He stole everyone's shoes. And that's literally how we close one of those ads. Got some quotes. I got two from Rolf, and I was like, I love these quotes. So, in the sumo episode, when Ed brings in the meat shed, that I'm going to call it the meat shed for this podcast, he says, Nothing says loving like something from the tool shed. And then when he brings up his suitcase, he says, All packed, Eddie. I got my jammies, undies, sockies, a toe clipper, and a sponge. In the violin episode, he says this throughout. Uh, Ed does. Position and pose starts by fanning your toes and placing your left foot right. And then he comes up with this amazing line I thought was amazing. Uh, Eddie's wanting to destroy the violin, and he says, Practice I must, or Sarah, my head will bust. That was very, like, poetic. When, in the episode where Ed is kidnapped, and they're being deputized. They say, do you swear to uphold our secrecy and what we stand for and all that? Eddie says, I'd swear, but standards won't let me. And when Ed is captive, May's like, I have my pookie bear. And Ed says, not pookie bear. I am Ed. I don't know. I, I liked it. And in the... Episode with the quarter. Rolf, at the very beginning, when he has his mattress board, his board painted like a mattress, 
He says, Who's in charge of this double-crossing slumber flim-flamery? Then, after Kevin breaks his screwdriver, he throws it and it punctures Rolf's um, hot water sack. And he says, Who is responsible for this ding as piercing Rolf's hot water sack? And then Ed says at the very end of the episode when he's being chased because Eddie and Double D want their shoes back. It's really just Eddie chasing him. He, Ed says, what can you do when you live in a shoe and you ain't got no soul? So that pretty much does it for this one. Um, next time, I'm going to cover, they call him Mr. Ed. For the Ed by the Ed, Little Ed Blue and a Twist of Ed. I love a little I love Little Ed Blue. It's one of my favorites. Right now, you can find the app or you can find the episode. You can find episodes of television on Anchor, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Breaker, Overcast, Pocket Casts, Radio Public, and Stitcher. Possibly more to come. You can follow me on Twitter at EPSOFTV. You can send me an email at e- epsoftv at gmail.com If you want to be a guest, if you want to come on, if you're interested in watching a movie and talking about it, let me know. If you, if you want to be a guest, let me know. We'll get it all figured out, situated, be good to go. Still looking for a co-host, as I have been since I basically started this whole thing. You know, I think that's really it. I don't really have anything extra to add. Um, I'm talking to... Well, I asked somebody if they would be a guest here in a couple of months. If their schedule's not too busy. I have a feeling it's going to be. Because every other time I've asked him to come on, his schedule got really busy. We just gotta, just gotta wait and see, I guess. So, like I said, you can find the podcast on Anchor, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Breaker, Overcast, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, and Stitcher. You can follow me on Twitter at EPSOFTV. You can send me an email at EPSOFTV at gmail.com. And remember, next time, I will be covering... They call him Mr. Ed, for the Ed by the Ed, Little Ed Blue, and a twist of Ed on the next episodes of television. Hey everybody, you're listening to some of the older episodes of the Episodes of Television podcast. Thank you so much for listening. I appreciate it. Um, I do want to let you in on some information as the podcast has changed over the last, I don't know, year and almost two years that I've done this. Um, the podcast is no longer available on Podbean. It is available on Anchor, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, 
Spotify, Stitcher, Breaker, Overcast, Pocket Casts, and Radio Public. And I am no longer on Twitter. Um, I deleted the Twitter back in like June, I think. June 2020, I believe. Um, I just wanted to give you guys a heads up on to the, um, the information that I give out at the end of the podcast, how much it has changed. And I didn't really want to go through and chop out little tiny pieces of the podcast and repost them when I can just add this. It's so, so much easier. Um, again, no longer on Podbean, no longer on Twitter. Um, on Anchor, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Breaker, Overcast, Pocket Casts, and Radio Public. Uh, if you want to keep listening, thank you so very much for listening. I do appreciate it. Thank you.